This is Steve Goodrich, known on the trail as Bird Shooter, and this is N2 Backpacking, a podcast for both hikers and backpackers. Hey backpackers, it's Bird Shooter. And tonight on the show we once again sit fireside on the Chattooga River in the backcountry of South Carolina to continue our discussion on the good, the bad, and the ugly. You might recall that we tackled this subject before in episode 44, but tonight we expand on that conversation and talk through our best and worst experiences on the trail. In the podcast we discuss some great sunsets, 3Dub tells us about falling in a cobra hole, We talk about our favorite campsites, and Hollywood discovers a tick in the worst possible place. This is another fun episode, and we only touch on a few topics listed at N2 Backpacking. So if you have some experiences of your own, check out the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly tab on our website and help us add to our list. Here's episode 101. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Bird Shooter. I'm sitting on the South Carolina side of the Chattooga River. A very hot, steamy day today. And we are uh, near Burles Ford after a nice hike over to the Kingcrete Falls. And I'm with, uh, I'm with Therm Rider, who is uh, a frequent visitor on the program. Mick, 3-Dub, and who I used to call the kid who's now become Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah. Wow, okay, all right. It's just Hollywood. It was either that or big time. I couldn't. <laughs> I kind of like big time. But uh, you got a preference? Hollywood works. Okay. There you go. Or Malibu. <laughs> Larger than life is all you need to know. He's going big. I like it. Any comments today, first of all, about the hike to Kings Creek Falls? It was hot. Damn hot. It was hot. <laughs> it was a steamy day, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It was super hot. Yeah. What do you expect? Ain't no when you're in the jungle. It's July. So how clear, in how clear was the trail? Was uh, it clear? Fairly clear. It was kind of overgrown. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was bushwhacking on the uh, Georgia side. Yeah. Any yeah. comments, Hollywood? That was your first trip to Kings Creek Falls. Uh, uh, I'm coming back for sure. Yeah. I mean, Scenic. it's got everything. And you could cool off. Oh, it, the the hike to the waterfall was one of the highlights for me. I agree. I was. I thought it, it was, was cool by the waterfall, by the way. It was nice and cool. Yeah, it was. So, Therm Rider, we're going to do the good, bad, and the ugly part two. You were at the first good, bad, and ugly. Do you remember that? That was... It was pretty much just bad and ugly. I don't remember the good. It was South Dakota. (laughs) I know. It was hot. It was hot. Yeah. Kind of different hot, though. Actually... That was dry hot. This is steamy hot. The good overrode anything of the bad and ugly. Because of everything that we saw out there, it was amazing. So this this is part two. You're uh, you're, right. you're a contributor once again. Oh boy. Yeah. So so here we go. I'm gonna start off with the first thing I noticed when I walked into the campsite tonight. Does anybody want to comment about the people? And this is gonna to go to the bad of the good, bad, and ugly. Um, I'll let anybody speak to this, but it was super disturbing when we walked in the campsite. Most amount of trash I've ever seen at a campsite. It was actually I've I've seen a lot worse. Dude. I can't tell you how much worse I've seen it in the Cahutas here, actually, 
they usually do a pretty good job in keeping this place clean. So that means yeah. they're working that hard, and it still gets trashed. Yeah. Is what that means. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I, would, I, I, would I don't. Agree. I don't remember I this agree. amount of trash when I was growing up and hiking on trails. Oh, I, no. I don't remember this. It, it's nope. ridiculous. I've seen this all since the seventies. Really? Oh yeah. Well, you're older you know, than the th- me. The thing is, so is maybe you know better. But. Well, but things have gotten a lot more popular now. So there's a lot more pressure on these areas. Um, and the education might not necessarily be there for a lot of these people on LNT. I'm also thinking things were more combustible <laughs> back then, like pe- like things wrapped in paper or paper products, mm-hmm. right? And you just throw it in the trash. A beer can is not going to burn, guys. Uh, tinfoil does not burn in the trash. Have you got, have you ever, right? If it got really hot, you could burn a beer can, couldn't you? Well, you could, but I mean, like, it there, has was, to be like a blue there was flame. a ton of them in there. I mean... So we're going to the good, like, bad, and the ugly. This a is clearly a case yeah, of beer. Gar- was gar- in there. Garbage. Well, it's clearly yeah, bad. Yeah. In the fire, yeah. I mean, right? when you walk up to a campsite, you don't expect to find a barrel or whatever you consider that thing to be, which is supposed to cook food. You don't expect to find it full of aluminum cans and garbage. Yeah. And garbage. Yeah. So we're gonna go. That you have to pick out yeah. like before yeah. you can use it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> ridiculous, well, right? right? Yeah. Like yeah. you said, leave it better than you found it. But I mean, really, you that, you should not expect to find it that way. If to you're a Boy with. Scout, it's leave it better better than you, you know. found it. Right? So I mean, to your point, so. though, leave no trace has been out for a long time. A long time. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean. It's well, on like, every sign, everywhere you go. <clears throat> well, I like leave it better than you found it because if you leave no trace, that means I'm not making an imprint. But no, actually, I'm picking up after all these assholes before me. <laughs> I'm going to leave yeah. it better than I found it because this is bullshit. Like, but we did. Time, did know? we not feel like all the we completely packed tire it out? We got all the crap. It's uh, it's yeah, bad. So it's are we are we all in agreement crap. here? This is a bad of the good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. Before we go to the good. Well, you, um, you know, all the rangers and everybody, I'm sure, really appreciate it because they're really, you know, you saw the guy, you know, cleaning up here this afternoon. Completely you overworked. Know, um, yeah. And he's having to take care of all of those ones up there and the one at the top. So we're all in agreement. This is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, before we get to the good. Yeah. But I, th- another interesting yeah. discussion we had earlier, uh, former kid, now Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, was some tick experiences. We talked about ticks a lot oh, today. I think Thermrider <laughs> had one on them. And you apparently have had bad tick experiences before. I as have I not have. on this trip, but uh, yeah. I have had really bad tick experiences. Yeah. Do share. Oh, okay. Well, I would just say that. <laughs> we do have a lady present, so like try to make okay. it. I have my own tick experiences. <laughs> Are we talking share. about something test tick <laughs> <Later>. killer? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Wow. I'll just say, uh, <laughs> says Thermrider. You know, you Sorry, have to be vigilant, hey, vigilant and check. And, you know, I, look, I'll just say, I had one on my Jimmy. <laughs> okay. That's, that's not wow. the testes. What do, you, what do you do about that? Well, uh, I was. Very carefully. I, I, Please I, let I go. Did Please. you burn it? Please you burn it off. Thing, first thing I did was I called Mrs. Hollywood over. I said, uh, what, what is this? What? Can you help me out here? I'm a little f- scared. Miss Hollywood, did you do this? Because <laughs> I, th- I thought it was like a blood blister or something. And uh, she confirmed that it was horrifying. <laughs> so, in I other mean, words, you were on your own. Yeah, I'm, I've been on my own for about four years since that happened. <laughs> How do you get said tick off? You're not burning. I'm not uh, going anywhere near your junk. I call. I eventually. Uh, we somehow. 
Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't not know how we realized. This is a snake bite. You're going to die. <laughs> You're going to die. Yeah. I'm not touching that that junk. No. Somehow we identified it as a uh, as an insect. And once we did, my uh, physician recommended uh, putting it in a, a Ziploc bag and then sending it for testing. <laughs> how do you get... How do you get said tick into a Ziploc bag? Use your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it was. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Ow. a tweezer situation. Oh God! Wow. How'd, uh, that, how'd that go down? It did not go down well. Was, so you didn't want to. You didn't want to use a Bic lighter. <laughs> that Bic lighter was out of the question. I try to keep Bic lighters away from my Jimmy. <laughs> That's good advice. That's very yeah, good advice. The more you know. Yeah, wow. Uh, but okay. actually, we got... Um, uh, he put me on uh, doxycycline. Yes, uh-huh. that's the tick yeah. method. Yeah. yeah. yeah Been there. Uh, thank God I did not uh, contract any... Well, let's just say, I mean, there are other diseases, of course, but not <laughs> any Lyme disease on my Jimmy. So. Yeah, okay. Did, did you have any nervous ticks after that? I hadn't really thought about that. <laughs> I mean, I probably would have developed one if there was a tick on my Jimmy. I would have been like, really? Wow, okay. I'd be, I'd be ticking all over the place. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should move on. Uh, Mick, is the lady in the audience any comments? Uh, with regard to ticks? Yes. <laughs> Not with regard to his Johnson. Yes, yes. You can take that wherever you want. His Johnson makes me nervous anyway. Yeah. Well, wow. you're saying too much. Tick or not tick. No, we have our own tick story, right, Boo? Oh, uh, let's hear it. So, so you know how people are always like, "What's your trail name?" This, that, whatever. So we come across people on the AT, and they'd be like, "What's your, you know, your dog has a trail name?" And Daisy's sitting here. People of the podcast can't see her, but very she's, peacefully. By she's the way. just hanging out and uh, whatever. But so. You know, 3-Dub here has his trail name. We're still trying to find one for me. But the dog apparently has her own trick, th- uh, her own uh, trail name, and it's called Tick Bag. Oh, she's, mm. a, she's so, a magnet. Yep, she earned mm. that trail name when we were where? In the Cahutas? Yeah, it wasn't just her. Oh uh, you know God. that burn Cahutas, area? Cahutas, that's a tick area, like, all day long. Yeah, you know that burn area? Yes, uh, That totally. was through there? Yeah. Absolutely. So we were walking through um, some of the blowdowns, and there was a lot of the new growth. And you just brush up against it, and they were just covered in ticks. Wow. I mean, I uh. found like 15 on me. We found more than 20 on the yeah. dog. Oof. I and, was uh, picking them off we're, of her. We were all like just so grossed out. It was just uh. like, uh, probably. We found some on her for days. Yeah. No, like mm. afterwards. weeks. Wow. Tick, so, tick bag. Tick bag. So, wow. Man, I, tell you, I think I'd take that over your experience I've, I've there, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Any day of the week. But no, I've, I've never been covered in ticks like that before. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's so. terrible. Uh, so it, you know, listeners of the podcast will recall that I've, I've had Rocky Mountain speed, Spotted Fever myself. And there is a very good podcast about ticks for any of the listeners that want to go back. Uh, highly recommended, super informative, but we all agree ticks are a bad thing. Bad. What's uh, that? And you need to listen to those for their antics. For their. Oh my God. <laughs> Mr. Pun, Therm Rider. <laughs> That was on point, man. Wow, geez. <laughs> right All there. right, their writer is unstoppable. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even have to think about that. Wow. Some mental clarity. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I just think Impressive. we didn't even have to pay for the floor. It's uh, yeah. bad dad jokes. I excel on them. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
So we, we should probably go positive <laughs> he here. He doesn't know about half death. Three Dub, you're probably the most well-traveled person in this audience on the trail. Um, your best overall backpacking experience. Like your best, your best, like your most ultimate backpacking. This is we're going to good. We just did bad. Yeah, but you know why I go to the perch all the time. There have been so many times that I've been up there, just on that ridge and all. <clears throat> the weather's perfect. It's you know, it, that's my spot. So it's Appalachian <laughs> Trail, North Georgia. Phil, yeah. Three Dub. <laughs> three Dub will never tell you where it is. But, but, why, um, but why the perch? Why, why, where, why is it so the, special? I, I know where the perch is. There's so many good looking spots right there. Is that just your favorite view? Well, I like it because you can get both. You know, number one, it's it's a sunset view. Right. But it's going to the other side and you've got sunrise. a sunrise. And then yeah. you go down to the cliffs and, you know, that's, don't that's say anymore because thing. we don't want anybody figuring out where you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to give a talk to you. It's, it's popular. Yeah, it's become more popular. Speaking of that, I mean, we, we were walking in the grocery store one day and picked up this, what was that, Hiker Magazine or something? And it was in and there. it was right there on the yeah. cover. And he yeah. was like, that's the perch. Backpacker Magazine. Right, yeah. On, yeah. <laughs> right on the magazine. I called you, too. And I was yeah. like, uh, dude. Yeah. You did call me. Yeah, dude. They uh, outed we've been found out. Yeah. You but know, yeah. if it makes you feel better, there is no backpacker magazine anymore, right? It's all digital. Yeah. yeah. You know, remember you know outside, right? Yeah. Uh, no, outside, outside magazine. Was fantastic. Yeah. Too. Outside magazine oh, they now bought, yeah. owns backpacker. Right. Uh, but if you become an outside member, uh, outside uh, subscription, which you automatically get through if you're like an Apple, you do the Apple Plus package. You know the. Anyway, uh, you can go find the back issues that, in, that is really cool so, yeah so yeah. what you're telling me is you can go inside I but you have to subscribe oh my god <laughs> therm riders on a pun riders got uh oh my god yeah well, but, you told me to underestimate to not underestimate his mental acuity and i'm <laughs> i did i underestimated <laughs> it's stunning, it's stunning, uh, well, so, you know, I tell you, though, I have to admit the first time that I that I did a, a season in the Himalayas was just gobsmacked the whole time. Oh, the Himalayas. OK, that's legit. Yeah, you know, that was that was the first time I was like, all right, I understand why people do this. Yeah. You know, I mean, you are just literally odd until you get hit with a snowstorm at 12,000 feet and then, you know. <laughs> is, is that good? Is it good, bad, or ugly? It's a little bit of all three. But wow! How uh, old but, were you then when you did that? How old were you? Twenty-eight. Yeah. Mm. No, twenty-nine. Yeah, twenty-nine. So for the listeners, I just want to throw out there: if you're hearing this podcast for the first time, Three uh, Dub is well documented. Also, as the worldwide wanderer on the podcast series, you are the most internationally traveled backpacker i know you've been yeah, everywhere it's impressive. So, you've been yeah. everywhere man yeah, yeah that is accurate and we were talking about the camino which there's a bunch of podcasts on that please go listen if you haven't um but i'm going to come back to mr hollywood here yes, the sir. recently dubbed three or hollywood yes sir um your your ultimate experience ultimate experience um i think was my very my virgin experience uh, which was uh 10 glacier. days glacier glacier oh god yeah. i called it i i love backpacking i love camping 
but my family never did any of it. I didn't even know it existed until I was in my 20s when uh, mutual friends of ours let me know about it. And then my first trip was in Glacier. Wow. Um, right which, on. you know, was a great, amazing place to go, first of all. Yeah, right on. Um, I was a little apprehensive about the bears, so I called the the ranger office there and I said, you know, this is my first trip. Have there been any bear fatalities over the last... And she said, no, no fatalities, just maulings. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to really? go, you, you go worst? Uh, uh, mention my worst trip ever? Yeah. God, you know, I have to think about that. I've just been very fortunate. I don't have any that I really hated. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I have to think about that. Anybody else want to take the worst? I'd rather take the best, not the worst. Okay. Well, give us the best. Well, I mean, the worst, uh, you, I don't know. I mean, my worst day of hiking is my best day at work. I mean, that's how I look at it. That's how I look at it, right? Totally agree. So... Uh, my best, my, well, I'll say my best trip hiking because it's, um, sentimental. It, it has nothing to do with what I saw or what I did. It has everything to do with who I was with. So, uh, my father and my oldest sister and I, uh, decided to hike the skyline from, we have a, uh, Shenandoah? No, no, uh, my father has a house on Lake Burton, right? And he's in Murray Cove and you look out. And you can see the skyline, and the top ridge is the Appalachian Trail. And you can see it like from one end of the cove to the other. And so my mo- my father uh, one day made a comment. He said, "Hey, you know, it would be so cool to hike that skyline, like the whole thing." It's like Trey Mountain. This it, it, it started like Springer up the trail and all the way past Blood Mountain, all the way around. Right. Oh, so, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's like 30 miles. Yeah, it, yeah. That's the view. That's oh, the right view. on. So I, I said, okay, well, let's look at this. I mean, this is before I did a lot of hiking on the AT. I was 16, and this is what got me into it. Right. So I, I bought the book that had all the elevation changes on the AT. And, I, and from the dock, I matched it up. Like, we just held it up. Because back then, there were no computers. Yeah, there was no phones or, or, or GPS. None of that. It's like... We're Did you even fix- have an elevation chart? We had the elevation chart. Yeah, and, and, and we yeah. could we actually stood on the dock and held it up <laughs> and looked. And, like, could figure out exactly where everything was. It's like, well, it starts right here. And it goes to this point. So yeah, now it's the peak viewer app. And so, yeah, I mean, this was (laughs) back in the day, right? I mean, because I was, this was when I was in college. So it was in between 1992 and 1996. And it's like, okay, let's go do it. And it's like, who knows anything about hiking? None of us. (laughs) So we like went and like, just like threw gear together and haphazardly, not knowing what to buy. And... I mean, because we covered some ground. <laughs> All right, so I got, I got one for I got one for. Uh, anyway, that that was my best because it was with your dad. My yeah, my yeah. father and I we we hiked the entire we figured it out hiked the entire skyline, and like to this day, literally, I went up to uh, see him last week, and I know you know he's uh, not in the best health right now. Yeah, and he mentioned Sorry. it. He goes, I can't. He's like, you know, you know, one of my favorite memories is us doing that. Cool. We're gonna call that a good. That's yeah. a good. So we did the good. We did the bad. That was really good, Therm Rider. Um, now I want to go to Ugly, and I'm going to come to 3-Dub on Ugly. Most days on the trail without a shower. Ooh. 
I can give you my number. I know it very well. I'm just curious. I know you've probably got a pretty good size number. Oh, most days? Yeah. That's uh, ugly. I think 14 or 15. Wow. You yeah. got me, yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, me yeah. beat. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's quite easy to do in a low humidity environment like Southern California. So it's PCT? Uh, yeah. PCT. Um, okay. There's nothing like a lot of dirt as sunscreen either. Pacific Crest Trail. Okay. Yeah. Um, you want to take a stab on mine? I, I don't have you, but I'm close. 12. I was 11. Really? Yeah. Which ironically was in... Uh, Massachusetts and Connecticut, which you would think would have a lot of opportunities for, uh... Not great water, though. It's boggy. Yeah, it was, it's just, there's not a lot of places where you can... And it's right off a road, too. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get picky uh, about the water. That glacier trip I referenced, we did 10 days back there, and then on the last day, we came out, and we passed a family, and it was a mom and a dad with two sons, and just as they're passing us, one of the boys says to his brother, knock, knock. Who's there? That man. That man who? That man stinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow, you were out there 10 days on yeah, that trip? Yeah, and we really did stink. Wait, who was with you on that trip? It was me and uh, our mutual friend who we were talking about earlier. I can't remember his uh, trail name. Oh, What was your proximity yeah. to water? Uh, in Glacier? God, I can't remember. Because, you know, that was really one of the biggest things for me was just proximity really to, on the AT. It's, it's everywhere. So I was taking basically a, a little bath Hand just shower. like, a, yeah, exactly every day. Yeah. But um, the desert was a bit different that I had to get used to, to that. And it was just dusty more than anything. Yeah, I, <laughs> I am, can't remember, but I imagine I did a hand shower too if I could have. <laughs> uh, <Sure. yeah. laughs> okay. Is there a word for that? I don't well, no, know. Just, I'm just, just still, I'm still focused on your tick situation. <laughs> Believe me, I am too. Come on, I can't even get that image out of my mind. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't either. Actually, yeah. I'm wow. sorry to, to have wow. done that to you. Well, so now that Thermrider has wandered <laughs> off into the woods, <laughs> this is a great time to ask the question. Like, uh, I don't know if this is good, bad, or ugly, but. The most lost you've ever been. You know, uh, um... <laughs> I, see, I see some wheels turning on both of you guys. So, <laughs> it's not so much lost. It, it pisses me off when I turn around in the opposite direction. I just came in on the fucking trail. I've done it a couple of times where you stop, you take a break, you take in the view, you literally turn right back around from the way you came and just start going down. And it's like, oh, man, you find out like about an eighth of a mile down, they got to turn around and do it all over. You again. don't have a particular time where you got super lost? No, nah, I mean, because I've had to bushwhack a few times and my dead reckoning was okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it's mostly because, you know, is the trail above you? Is it below you? What's the gradient that you have to kind of yeah. go in between? Um, Nothing that was over the top, though. That like is you know I've been yeah kind of lucky on that. I I haven't had to outwardly orient cross country. You know, that's one of the reasons why I actually want to do the CDT is because it seems to be a little bit more orienting. Yeah, totally. On the trail instead of actually being on a complete you know. Yeah, I agree. There's so many alternates in different ways you know that you can kind of do it so. Um, that, that kind of appeals to me. The road walking, you know, hey, it's 
kind of like the Camino to some degree, you know, except you're in the middle of absolutely nowhere, but. All right, I'm going to go to the kid here because he jumped out of his seat for this one. I know you yeah, got a most had, last. I just had a flashback. Um, so earlier this year, you know, I invited you to, to join me to go to Springer Mountain. Oh, yeah. And that was a night that it was unseasonably cold and rainy, and it turned into um, low 20s with freezing rain. What, what was the month? Springer. It was probably three months ago. So, wow, that's, that's spring. You know, it was, but we had a pretty really cold a mild spring yeah right? totally okay um anyway it was in the 20s and uh it was coming down it was dark there was nobody up there on the top of springer mountain and you know when you come off of the trail there are a couple of sites right when you get off of the trail up there and we took of course took one of the first couple sites there and we set our stuff up and i realized i needed some water so if you know what you remember what it's like there you've got to walk sort of circuitously around down to the spring which we're doing, which I did in the dark and the freezing rain and just sort of a little bit out of my mind. And <laughs> was that because of the tick? That was, was self-induced, self-induced. <laughs> self um, anyway, I'm coming back from the creek and I was like, wait, where, where am I? How do I get back to the, I had, I had a moment I'd never had before where everything looked exactly mm -hmm. the same. And I started going the wrong way, and I couldn't figure out my way back to the campsite. Totally freaked me out. I had a little panic moment. Do you know? Have you ever had one of those? Uh, Actually, believe it or not, mix on your head. Make your up next. What's that? When it gets really foggy, this happens at Blood Mountain a lot. Yeah. And when it gets foggy up there, people get up at 3 a.m. to take their pee. And they can't find they their way. They can't back. find their That's way. What was That's what. That's actually like happened to me before. You get a little disoriented, just go. Oh, crap. yeah. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, right. You have that little panic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me because yeah. I, I was probably yeah, three minutes from the campsite, but I could have completely yeah. Uh, yeah. screwed the pooch on that because it was freezing. And if I hadn't found my way back, I don't know what I would have done. Wow. So, Mick, you're, you're obviously, I saw the wheels turning. We got we got to, we got to line her up here. Yeah. I think that was the most scared I've ever been is it was in the middle of the night. It was freezing cold and we had hiked. Where were we when we went to, um, it was like eight miles of a hike up to this um, cabin. Hobbs cabin. Oh, Hobbs, Hobbs. Savage, Savage. Tennessee, right? Yeah. yeah. Savage Grove. Okay. And, uh, so we hiked there. Everything was fine. We had the cabin all to ourselves. The whole place. We, there was one guy, um, camping, uh, by himself or whatever, but, uh, yeah, the place was completely deserted. It was just before Thanksgiving or yeah, something. There was so. some reason why it was completely deserted. But so it was cold, and um, we were gonna try to start a fire in the in the fireplace in the cabin. So we were out walking around, and you know, trying. I was trying to get wood, but it was so pitch black, and I didn't have a maybe I had a light, I'm not even sure, but it was so pitch black and I'm just walking around and then you get into this area where there's campgrounds, 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 and you, you really can't see what's going on. And then one campground starts to look like another and another and another. And I got so turned around and I was back in the, in the back of this. And I really started to lose my orientation. And because it was so dark, there was no moon, it was cold. And I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> what what so, time of year? 
It was winter. I mean, yeah. it was like November. Yeah, it was November. It was just before Thanksgiving, I think. It was cold. Mm. Yeah. It was cold. Oh, you said Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. yeah um, she woke me up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Go, uh, yeah, start the fire. <laughs> get more fire you are good about it. that. You're good about starting the fire. Thermrider just started the fire. Well, I see yes, over there. You guys you. probably thought I snuck off. I did. No. I, I, yep. I did, in fact, sneak off. But yeah. It was starting to get dark, and I wanted the fire going, so that, that I, had, I had to go and uh, get that going, and then and then I came back. Good move. So, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to go to three-dub on this one. So next question, and I'm kind of setting you up for an answer I already know. Weather. Let's talk about weather. Like, bad weather experience, maybe just across the river, if you could retell the story. <laughs> About somebody that could be sitting in the group tonight that totally destroyed your situation in your hammock. Ooh, can I go first? <laughs> I, I just I would love to hear three doves. Uh, and actually, Mick well, he watched was, it. Well, he 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 was there well, and, for for mine as well. So I don't know what what is well, it with inclement you know? weather? Yeah, she was there. She was so a was She was a victim of yeah, that. She too. was a victim of the uh, the the rainfall, the waterfall, waterfall. that was your. Yeah, so tarp. Yeah, we were just across the river that we're on. Um, the Chatuga. Yeah, and uh, well, there was about five or six of us, you know, yeah. camping that night. Agreed. And uh, so I had my what was oh I think I had my hammock gear, you know, uh, hammock, you know, uh, tarp out and everything. You had a very nice nest. Yeah, it was. It was. It was set up real nice, you know. I, as, as it is set up tonight, sort of. Absolutely. Very impressive. But, uh, <laughs> well, of course, we were expecting it to rain. Okay, we're prepared for it. You we know, kind of were. Just ride it out. And totally. We were riding it out fine until somebody just kind of. Do you want to point fingers because I deserve no, this? No, no. You know, I mean. <laughs> I, I mean, totally deserve it. I, I understand you, you, you're trying to help there, and then you just kind of collapse the whole thing on us. And, <laughs> then, yeah, then what just, happened? When you say us, it was you, me, and Boondog, basically. Yeah, and actually and Daisy, Daisy was under, oh, underneath boy. me as well. Oh, I forgot and, uh, about her being there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm laying in the hammock, and the next thing I know, I'm in just a leak of puddle. Yeah, uh, that felt super yeah. bad about that. With my sleeping bag. Can I, uh. can I interject here, though? <laughs> We had a lot of water collecting on the tarp, and for that reason, you asked me to poke the tarp. Still, somebody overcompensated. I might have <laughs> poked. I might have poked a little too hard. I did it successfully two times. That's not what she said. <laughs> Wait, this is a family podcast. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, and of course, it was till we talked about the tick. But you know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Hollywood. This is going to become a bonus show. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so what the studio audience should hear is that uh, I unfortunately completely soaked three dub here and two dogs and myself, and you were completely saturated. Uh, it was just. It was, it was bad. Hilarious. Yeah, it really was. It really was, was hilarious. Is that bad or ugly? Is the question? Or on the good? Uh, it's a little bit of both. You know, <laughs> it's I, I, a I combo. Went, but you know, three dub. Let me just say, you were an incredibly good sport about that. Like everything, <laughs> your sleeping bag, everything you had for the night was soaking wet. <laughs> and um, I think we all thought about packing up and going home. And somehow, miraculously, we got a good fire going, which saved the night. 
Oh, actually, I got pulled over by a cop on the way home, too. Uh-huh. She took pity on me because we were both sitting there just completely pathetic, wet and sandy. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, just the wow. dog, everything that was just no completely fun. wet and sandy. Wow. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, there is a so person. A no, he didn't get uh, No, she took pity on us, yeah. I think. But, yeah. Yeah, were you speeding? Did. Like, why'd you get pulled over? I, I just know. wanted to get home. Yeah, you know, it was, it was like five o'clock in the morning and <laughs> we were soaking wet and yeah. just yeah yeah like, that was 90 yeah. and 55 <laughs> just packed up and left no, no, yeah wow. after yeah. i blair witched myself yeah do you want to <laughs> make would you like to comment on that by the not way? really <laughs> not really let's just not go into let's that. just say you know when you talk you know, about the is... lost part of the episode <laughs> okay I is was, that the ugly part? Or that right? was the ugly part. I was totally lost. I'm like, I don't know. I was mm-hmm. sitting at the campfire. That's Y'all okay. went to That's bed. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I don't remember what happened after <laughs> that. That one will just stay with the group. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We're going to let the listeners ponder that and, <laughs> and we'll Hollywood's tick experience for a while. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to try to turn this a little bit. We'll get back to good. I've had some amazing sunsets in my life. And uh, this would be a great question for all of you. It's got to be backcountry, like backpacking, like your best sunset that you can ever remember in the backcountry. I know I have, it's killing three dub here. He's like torn on this one. No, I know exactly the day. All right. Wow. So I was sitting at the perch. It's like February, probably 10 years ago or so. And it's just this gorgeous you know bluebird sky day and the sun is setting and it just goes absolutely just golden well right behind it was the moon yeah and when the sun set when you get both yeah that's incredible but when the sun set it turned that moon into a ball of fire it was incredible i just you know i have not seen anything like that since it was just, it was just absolutely amazing. That was at your unicorn site that yeah. is going to be unbenched North yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Mick was nodding her head, so <laughs> you got one. You got a best. Not really, that? not like that for sure. Okay. No. Uh, how about you, there, Mister? I can't think of uh, a great, but I do have to say the perch. If I did have one, it would probably have been just enjoying the perch, the, the sun going down there because it's just so spectacular. Yeah. Three dub, I'm pretty sure you've been to Stratton Bald or Hangover. Yeah. Like I had the same experience where the sunset, it was insane. We're on a rock outcrop. This is in western North Carolina. Joyce Kilmer. Yeah. And then the moon rises and you got a full moon. It was unbelievable. Um that would be definitely mine. But I know Thermrider is about to blow. What am I doing? <laughs> You're about to blow a chop here. What what was your best sunset? Oh no, you took too long. I forgot. Oh, <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just giving you a hard time. Okay. Uh, mine would be in uh, Costa Rica for sure. Costa Rica. Uh, yeah. The, the monkeys too, right? <laughs> the howler monkeys. Yes, they uh, they did not like me very much. Oh, really? <laughs> but uh, no, we um, we went on a uh, night hike, and I remember. Um, we came back and we had this, we're in the, um, th- we went to three different regions, but this was the, uh, what they call the Monte Verde mm-hmm. re- region. It was like where all the butterflies were. Yeah. And we had um, rented a little like cabin made out of literally like 
wood logs, right? And it was so basic. But it had electricity and it had a fan and it had a refrigerator. That's all I needed. And um, I remember we had gone down to a festival that day at the city. And uh, when I say city, it's thriving metropolis of like 150 people. And um, it, but it was fantastic. It's like everybody knew each other. It was like all the families came together and they brought the uh, horses out that they were parading and uh, it was just like a it, it reminded me of like a festival without all the uh fancy um american you know electronics right it's like everybody came out everybody brought food everybody was selling food and um there was like face painting and all that kind of stuff going on but what was the coolest thing was we were there all night Lori went to bed and oh well that I, I guess that's not the coolest part but we had a fantastic time and then Lori went to bed and um i sat out and i remember i was just swinging my legs off this little porch and what i had no idea which direction the uh cabin faced and i saw the sunrise coming up like right over where we just were and um the fact that like we had to hike all the way down there and all the way back just to get there because we didn't have a car at this point they like dropped us off there and we had all, like, all these excursions so we had to like hike down to this little village because we like heard it and we just followed the noise right and we found this little trail and like followed it down <laughs> i mean so yeah that was probably the coolest just because completely unexpected had all that going on, came back, and then watched the sunrise. It was it was a uh, it was it was a good day. So I'm gonna go to uh, Hollywood. Yes, sir. And this is gonna be lightning because I think we were talking about lightning before. Your worst lightning experience. God, my worst lightning experience. You were talking about Springer Mountain, which again is North Georgia. Oh yeah. Uh, well, that would be um, so after. After that freezing cold uh, moment, I wanted to uh, go back there and have a, a good experience. So I've been doing a little solo backpacking lately. I thought, I'll just go back to that same site. And, um, and I did, but it started uh, raining and thundering. And you know, up on Springer Mountain, you can get cell reception. So I looked at the weather and the radar and it said uh, severe thunderstorm alert. Yeah. And then I could also Google backpacking in lightning storm what? and and That's i was able thing. to get or, or camping in a lightning storm and i learned that lightning can strike the ground and travel along the water that's running under your tent and then electrify your ass while you're on your thermal rest. Dude, it would I'm, fry the tick, though. I'm so I'm so I'm so happy that you explained that to us because uh, that that doesn't creep me out at all. Now that I'm hiking, it's yeah. Great. So don't uh, camp out on a mountain. Okay. In the middle of a lightning storm. So um, at 10:30, <laughs> where are you supposed to go if you're camping out? Word to the wise. So go back I, uh, to your car. I packed my stuff up. Yeah. I left my tent. <laughs> I packed my stuff up, put my headlamp on. Since I was solo backpacking, I went uh, down the mountain alone in the dark 
which at first was scary, but then was extremely cool. <laughs> and I, I slept in the front seat of my Subaru all night. The windows <laughs> cracked. So wait, is that good, bad, or ugly? I'm not confused. I think it's all three and I one. think you might have had it all. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That was exciting. I loved it. Oh, my God. It. Wow, okay. And I didn't die, so that was a plus. I don't yeah. know. I, don't, I really don't want to know what your bad is, then. <laughs> Yeah, I am trying to think of the bad. <laughs> All right, so somewhere over here, there's a lightning story. I'm just waiting to hear, because I can definitely give you a couple. I saw a lightning uh, bolt strike the tree in my backyard once when I was a kid. Oh, you weren't backpacking though. Come no, on, I was sitting. No, I was staring through a sliding glass door, going, "Mom, the tree just exploded." <laughs> You've never had like a backcountry lightning experience that like scared uh, the crap out of me. Yeah, a few. I mean, I've ridden out a couple of storms that just, you just are going, oh, my God. One in the Grayson Highlands. Man, oh, yeah, that'd be a place to get struck. That was just, that was probably one Western of the Western Virginia. That's yeah. where we were. Yeah. That was, was one of the worst nights ever that I've ever had to yeah. ride That's out scary, a storm. Yeah, man. That's not yeah. good. I mean, it was, well, so... We were hiking up, and we actually stalled coming out of Damascus going up, you know, to, uh, what is that, the Thomas Knob Shelter or something like that up there? Yeah, that's right. And you could hear it howling up there, and so we kind of, you know, camped, you know, just below, figured we'd try and get through it. Man, we got up there, and it was just raging. And uh, I was, you know, look, you know, you know how hard it can be sometimes to find a spot you know, that's kind of protected in the storm. <clears throat> and, uh, what was it? Tropical and, oh, what was his name? These, these cats were cool. And I was like, you see any spots around here? And she's like, I'm setting my tent up in horse shit. <laughs> Literally, there was just piles of it everywhere that... A lot of horses buzzing yeah, around up there. Yeah, there was a lot they like Hollywood oh my God. here. Did you ever tell the story of the ghost cow? <laughs> the ghost cow. Oh, my God, the ghost cow. There was lightning that night, too. Yeah, that was actually a really cool sunset. Remember Would you that? like to tell that? You, you, you tell that. No, you, I think you should go. I, all I remember is being is like this giant-ass cow, the biggest cow I've ever seen. It was a wild cow just wandering the countryside. There are such things as wild cows, aren't there? Wild cow? Feral cows. Well, this was, this feral was, cow. This was a wild cow. I'm not sure they're really wild cow. Yeah. Feral this, cow. this one was, and it was the biggest yeah. one I'd ever seen. Holy cow. It tried Holy to run cow. Roger over. Hey, I, I know, think man. I saw her at, Georgia, at a Georgia Tech party. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's funny. Spoken uh, like a true Georgia grad. You just oh, got to figure these things are, are don't care that you're in a tent and could just walk right oh, over yeah. your tent and just trample that thing down. This it must tried. That's what I thought about the horses. Cow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but we it was weird. weird that it was wandering around in the middle of the night. Like, who does that? <laughs> Apparently, a ghost cow. What did they want? <laughs> a ghost, ghost cow. cow. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a ghost. The thing made the ground shake, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it actually came so running through our campsite. Where yeah. was this? This is uh, in the Grayson Highlands. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was awesome. That was an incredible trip. That was a great one. Yeah, because yeah. they have the big horn cows up there. That's true. Yeah. I'll give you my lightning story quickly, and I'll. I think I've talked about this on other podcasts, so I'll make it fast. But uh, two two of my most scary experiences. You guys ever been to Raven Bald? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With you, I think. Yeah. I was uh, there with with the camel, and uh, the storm was coming in. I had been up there before and been scared to death. 
and we had gone to bed, man. So the storm came through after we were in our tents. But I basically told him, I'm like, I'm not staying here. You can stay here if you want. Yeah. And I swear to God, if you talk to Roger, a.k.a. the camel this day, he'll tell you that the worst decision he ever made was not getting off the mountain that night. Really? Oh, it was terrifying, man. Well, so how did you get off? I just literally, all my stuff's in the tent. I drug my entire tent down about, like, you know, 200 feet just to get off the top. Wow. Because you and, were exposed uh, at the yeah, tip top of the mountain. And he yeah. spent the whole night, like, being scared to death. But, you know, it's kind of hard. You're in your tent. You're warm. You're comfortable. <laughs> you're not getting rained on. It's yeah. raining outside. And uh, it's a tough that's, decision to make, man, you know. It's a life or death decision. Yeah, totally. Totally a life or death decision. Well, as long as the tent holds up. So he stayed and the he tent stayed. held up. Yeah, and, he was scared all night long. But he, he still made it through. And He made it through. Wow. Yeah. It must be that English blood. That's <laughs> well, all I'm thinking. Have, yeah. you met, have you met the camel before? I don't know. Did we camp with him? Oh, you would know if you met him. No, you would know. If you, <laughs> oh, you would remember. Uh, three dove knows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Brit. That's funny. So I got a great question while we're on the kind of just, you know, weather situation. What best stars you've ever seen like mm. the stars that ever blew you away on a on a on a backpacking trip yona yona yona, yona mountain the, the blood the what was that moon we, also we, north we, georgia we oh we you camped. had a you had a harvest moon like yeah a, we camped up there and yeah. it was like this huge and mm. it, it was funny because these uh, Boy Scouts decided to use the same field that we were camping in. Mm. And then there was this dude who was doing some YouTube video, and he seemed really pissed off by um, all of these people all of a sudden deciding to camp in the spot where he decided he wanted to camp. Really? And he was doing this little YouTube cast. It was in his sight lines. Yeah. And then oh, no. everybody decided to camp right there in this field. But it was it was really amazing, and the moon was just it was so bright that just <clears throat> it seemed like somebody had a light on um, when we were inside the tent, and it seemed like somebody had a light on. It was that bright. Okay. And you just look up and you look out, and it's just this. I mean, the whole sky was just lit up. And despite that, though, um, the stars were. I mean, you could just see every constellation, every everything. It was just unobstructed, no clouds, nothing. It was just the brightest and weirdest thing because the only other time I've ever seen stars like that has been on the beach. Oh, yeah. Because I love to go to Jekyll Island and just walk on the beach at night. Georgia, yeah. Um, yeah, also Georgia. And, uh, you know, and just being on, the, being on the beach and seeing the stars in an unobstructed way with no city lights, amazing. you know, is, is truly amazing. But the only other time I've ever experienced that has been on when we were on Yona and that moon and the stars, it was just incredible. I've never camped on Yona. I've always wanted to actually, and I know it gets a lot of backpacking traffic. Mm -hmm. That is not an easy hike up there. I mean, it's pretty steep. Yeah. Um, all right, how about you, Hollywood? Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of this park in Texas. Is it Big Bend National Park? Yeah. So we yeah, were, uh, I've always heard that. Uh, we had a great trip out there, me and uh, these two guys, um, and good friends of mine. And we, anyway, we were, we were camping out, and I tried to get some images with my camera, but of course, it never, it ne didn't come out nearly as amazingly gorgeous as it was at the time. But it's almost like you can just see the sky moving above you, see so mm -hmm. it rotates. 
and some shooting stars and I have to say, well, that place is so remote. Yeah, super. Zero light pollution. So. Yeah, did you ever get worried about the coyotes smuggling people through? Where you really yeah, <laughs> I really did. Wow, I could see that, actually. Yeah. All right, what about you, Thermorider? After you were shuffling around, uh, making lots of noise in the background here, uh, how about you for stars? I'm sorry, I'm the... Uh, Camp clinic, you know, I'm like <laughs> trying to keep the fire going. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. it did kind of cock. Yeah, I'll say you were doing a good job good. there. Um, stars, mine, my favorite, uh, I ever had was on Trey Trey Mountain. I could Trey see Mountain, that. you know, yeah. the North yeah, Georgia, that, also. It is. I remember that uh, little outcropping that's there. Yeah, um, it's pretty small. You're right. Yeah, uh, the reason why I mean it, it it's it it's not a special spot when you compare it to all the other uh, uh, spots on um, the Appalachian Trail, especially not your favorite, right? It's not even close to that. So the reason why it made it special was um, there was a meteor shower going on. And oh, it's awesome. was, they, I think it was like '96. Uh, I just graduated college, right? I went up there uh, to celebrate, and it was just me and one other guy, right? And we're just going to go up there and, like, have a night out, you know, drink and watch the sun go down all that, and we, and, which turned into staying up all night, right? You? Uh, but around, yeah, it was like 3 a.m. We're just up there, you know, drinking on the rock, looking up, and all of a sudden this meter shower started. And it was, like, ridiculous. And... It was the uh, best meteor shower to this day I've ever seen. And yeah, they're, they're, they're the greatest. And I was like, oh my God, that was just fantastic. So I'll, I'll back you up, Therm Rider, on uh, meteor showers. So I'm going to go back to Raven Bald. Like I saw the most amazing meteor shower on Raven Bald one year. It was insane. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the stars, and you can appreciate this because you've been there, because you've been with me in Canada, but we have a fishing camp in canada like on that beach at night Mm -hmm. like the stars are insane there's no light pollution whatsoever um hands down no question well the key is getting the key is getting away from the light pollution and it's even on the at it's getting harder and harder right because they keep on building these houses further up the mountain so you still get a little bit of the light pollution you know so uh no it, it, it's really it's it's really difficult to find like a blackout spot now yeah agreed all right so we're gonna stay on the you know i guess the weather thing i, I gotta go snowfall because snowfall is insanely interesting in the backcountry right um and i know I, i'm gonna come to you last therm rider because you were with me on like some crazy snowfalls we've had what? yeah you were <laughs> but Starting over here, Mick, 3-dub, snowfall, like best snowfall experience. I guess we're going to go good on this one. I could go bad. It depends on how you want to take it. I've had it. Yeah, most of the snow, I like, I love it when it snows, except when it's actually storming like a blizzard. Um, but it's a bitch to walk in. It's tough. It's a, it's a lot to of work. Walk in. Um Hollywood's thinking, man. He's, he's you know stroking the chin. I am thinking mm-hmm. about that trip. What uh, three dove's not done yet? So no, sorry, no, sorry. Didn't mean to rush you. No, go. 
Well, I was just thinking that about that trip that you and I did. I can't remember where it was. Maybe Tacoa. Oh, in the middle of the winter. Oh my God, it was so cold. Freezing cold. We couldn't get a fire going that time. Oh, but I think there was snow on the ground, and I was really excited to use these crampons. Yeah, dude. Thank God you had the crampons. Like that saved you. Yeah. Um, uh, that could be the only time I've ever hiked in snow, snow other than the, the freezing rain of that night up in. Uh, in uh, on Springer, which I just remember actually was like in November or December, because it was my my re up was back in in March when I went back there by myself. But um, I would like to do some some more snow. I actually want to go snowshoeing. I've never been snowshoeing. Have you? I haven't actually. I, I do not own snowshoes. So I, I mean, we don't get a lot of snow in the south. Is no. our problem here? But have you yeah. guys been snowshoeing? Yeah, it's. Snow like that, soft snow, it's a pain in the ass to walk through. Yeah, I agree. Even with snowshoes. Um, I mean, it. you have to really be in shape. Uh, even, what is it, cross-country skiing? I think um, I think the term is, I would rather be on a snowmobile at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and, car- and, yeah, carve it, and carve it, and carve it, and carve it. That would be the term. Bam, hit, awesome. the enti- hit the entire mountain yeah, and come awesome. back and go, Woo! Yes, I just did that. <laughs> All right, Sorry. so Thur- Thurmeyer, <laughs> now that you're talking, I'm going to go to you because you were on the you were on that crazy ass snow trip we got into, where uh, it was supposed to rain, and all of a sudden the forecast just changed and it turned into like nuts snow, right? Like, so are you saying that's your favorite as well? I think that we have was a amazing, favorite. man. So you uh, you I tell it because you were there. Well, no, I mean I have two favorites. That was one of them. Where was so, that? What was the other? One? That was uh, well the other one, North Carolina. That was near Franklin. We went up. Uh, okay, so we were yeah. north. We were uh, went north um, of Franklin just a little bit. It was uh, we hit that uh, little trail to the west, and um, brand new shelter. Brand new shelter just built yeah. on the AT. So, you know, so oh, we, we're gonna hit it. So, uh, oh, they're calling for flurries. Flurries. Wouldn't that be so cool? We're gonna see some flurries on the trail, and we'll hike up. So. Well, they, like, they, they they eventually called like an emergency snowstorm warning, which we figured out at the last minute. We're ah, like, screw, we're going well, for it, man. We're in. Well, so by that time, we had hiked up and we're at the very top of the mountain, right? And it's like, which way do we go, right or left, to go east or west to that new? Yeah, we were up on the ridge line. We didn't know where the new shelter was because it wasn't marked on a map. Right. And the problem was, we were like, well, shit. Okay, let's flip a coin. Right or left? Well, I don't, we, we actually remember that. Well, we, we like, sent we sent a group to try to figure out both sides, right? Like, well, we did, yeah. but it was like neither one made it far enough to find it. And it's like, yeah. shit, we're let's just go right, right? And we're gonna go right, and let's like keep track of our time, dude. It was bombing. It, it started bombing. It, snow, it's man. it's supposed to be two miles, and so we're just gonna pick right. And blurries tur- turned into snowfall, <laughs> like legit snowfall. By the time we got there. We have pictures of us, like, hike, you know, coming in with our uh, sticks with, like, snow, like, halfway up our shin, right? Like, cutting through the snow to get to this shelter. Like, yeah, that's not easy. Holy cow, that turned on us really quick. <laughs> and by the morning, uh, the craziest thing was by the morning, uh, there was, like, nine inches of snow. But, God, it was beautiful. I'm going to call that good, beautiful. by the way. Oh, I'll call that good. That was good. incredible. That was, that was the favorite. Yeah, it is pretty. My, uh, that was my favorite winter hike that I've ever done, like, in the snow, because so unexpected. And 
It was all fresh powder. No, I mean, it's incredible, man. There's nothing like hiking on a trail that's untracked I, with like insanely deep well, powder. Well, the, fa the fact that we could not get away is what made it great, right? It's like we survived it and it could have gone like either way. <laughs> That was awesome. If man. we didn't find that shelter, it's like yeah, that could have been really bad. Wow. <laughs> so I know I know three dove has got and some then we, and snow then we had a great stories time, here. So. You got to have a snow story in there, man. Oh, oh you're hiking, bro. That season in the Himalayas, there were a few oh. storms that I hit. See, he's, he's just... got Himalayas. We got North Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh my god, that's like what ten thousand feet uh, higher than uh, North Georgia, the highest point wow. in North Georgia. Yeah, you're right. There are some snowstorms that. It's just this nice snowstorm. You're in the forest and you're walking, and it's just really nice. There and there are a couple of times you where shit, it's knee deep and it's snowing like there's no tomorrow, and it's blowing like it's in your face. I mean, it looks nice. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, you're right. When you have to plow through it, it's yeah. not. There, there's nothing like a good snowstorm, man. Like yeah, as, long as, <laughs> yeah. as long as you're safe, as long as you're safe, and you're not like in a dangerous. Yeah. And situation. you're not worried. You're around other people. Yeah, totally. It, it yeah. There's yeah, a calming effect to it here in Georgia. So, uh, what, do, what do you think about Mr. Kid now Hollywood? What do you What do you got there? With what about snow? I mean, other than Tacoa, that Tacoa's your. Wish we had more snow here. So, guys, to wrap this up on the good, bad, and the ugly, unless any other topics we haven't covered, um, how about I, I would like to talk about wildlife because I think wildlife's always super interesting. Like good, bad, ugly on wildlife. Uh, and anybody want to take that to start? Bears don't like me. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> Do you want to expand on that there, Thurman? No, bears don't like me. Listen to other podcasts. You will find out. Mm. They do not like me. Hey, can I give this to 3-Dub? Because 3-Dub's got a really fascinating story about his bear, bear experience. Good. Oh, you want the bear me. story, not the snake story? Well, you can give both if you want. Okay. Is this good, bad, or ugly? Oh, uh, yeah. It's kind of just kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> okay. Then, it's not any of the So, uh... uh Okay, the bear story with Mick. Uh, this was, I think, the second time I took her up to the park. Dude, you should do Snake first because she should be here when you tell. She just walked away. Yeah, she, she's heard Mick, the you got to be here for the bear story. Yeah. You got to be able to give your like two cents on that. So, do the Snake first. Right. Uh, so, I was doing a tiger safari in Chitwan National Park. Oh, you told this on another podcast. I got gotcha. you. Go, go. And so. Um, the day, it was just, that day was start to finish until we got back off of the safari. It was just like, oh my God. So we start the day, we go to see, we get in these uh, wooden canoes going down a uh, river to go see the gar whale, the skinny snouted, you know, um, crocodiles. Uh, watch them feed on some fish that usually kind of come in on certain times of day. And... Um, then it started to thunderstorm and it was like nine o'clock in the morning so what do you have to do is we parked over onto this beach went up onto this uh embankment where there was these, these rice fields and we had to sit out the storm underneath like a little rangers kind of thing and on the way i was we were uh with these uh two cats from from italy 
we had a great time this day. We were just cutting it up. We've been traveling with them for about five or six days, and we were just having a great time. And me and this one dude, all day, we were just having these kinds of problems. We're just kind of tippy-toeing along, you know, one of these little paddocks, you know, and the next thing you know, both him and I slipped, slipped in the mud, and we are just head to toe, just completely just covered in just, just, you know, they use a lot of raw compost and everything, you know, for their field, so there's only no telling. Well, you're, you're about twice the size of the average person there that's working in the field. <laughs> so once it stops, you know, we're on, uh, we go across the, the river into the park and we start doing a walking safari for tigers. And I was like, is this a oh, good idea? Because awesome. uh, the day before we had been on a tiger safari on the back of elephants. Uh, but we were also looking for rhinos uh, and other, you know, animals. So me and this Italian guy were just cruising along this trail. We're not paying attention. And, so you're talking about elephants and tigers in two days apart, like, oh my. like Congo, like Congo stuff. No, I mean, you know, this is a serious safari. I mean, you see all no, of these I'm, animals. That, no, that's what I'm talking about. This yeah. is like no joke. I mean, yeah, you're like, is, you're in yeah, it. You're, yeah, you're just hiking through the woods and you see rhinos and you know, you know, um, that's amazing. You awesome. know, the, the that's gazelles really cool. and things like that. But so you're walking through. I wasn't paying attention, and him and I are just kind of plowing through, kind of leading the line. And my girlfriend and the, the guy, the other Italian dude, kind of hit this trail above, and they're just sitting there watching us. And we're just plowing, and we hit this mud, and we're just getting all stuck in it, and we're knee deep, and we're just like going, oh my God, this is disgusting. And then the smell hit us. Yeah. That doesn't okay. sound good. That sounds like ugly. <laughs> and they're all laughing up here. He's sitting there. And they're laughing and laughing. Come to find out, I guess uh, rhinos, when they poop, they poop 45 kilos at a time. Dude. And they have a tendency to poop in the same spot repeatedly. Mm. And the that Italian guy like and I found ourselves literally standing knee-deep in uh, rhino poop uh, in various forms of uh, decay. So, I might take the tick that you had earlier for yeah. that one. Wow. You know, yeah, because I was wearing these really nice Zamberlin boots at the time that I was, because I mean, we had just finished uh, the Himalayas. Mm, I'm pretty and, sure uh, that uh, you uh, burned They were up, never right? the same. Uh, Did you burn yeah, they were never the same. <laughs> I would have burned them. <laughs> I could totally so, see that. But, um, so, now, on the stank story, it's got two components to it. Again, we're having to cross these rice fields to go to these Tali villages uh, to visit them. And, you know, you're just kind of hopscotching across these little irrigation, you know, ditches that they have, you know, between the fields. And I just kind of stepped across one, and it slipped, and my feet kind of came together. Well, typically, these things were only, you know, ankle deep, maybe a little bit, you know, 10 inches deep at the max. Next thing I know, I'm chest deep. Oh, man. Oh, no, dude, chest and, deep, really? And my guide, he's absolutely freaking out. He's just, you know, and I was like kind of really more concerned about my camera that, you know, just gone, got dunked underwater. And I'm handing it up to, you know, my girlfriend. He's like, get him out of there, get him out of there now. And he was, and we're kind of laughing. And, you know, it's pouring down rain still, the same thing. And um, <clears throat> so he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. You just collapsed a cobra hole 
Oh. And um, I, we were like, oh, well, thank God he wasn't home. And no kidding, not even 30 seconds later, and I'm telling you, this cat's head was like that. What, the I cobra? Mean, yeah. Uh-huh. This thing was at least 10, 12 feet long. Uh-huh. I mean, he was like that cow. big around. He comes out, swims right down that irrigation canal and just keeps on going. Doesn't, not, doesn't like, and I just basically almost turned white. Oh, I, oh, just dude, I think sat I, there and I was would like, turn white. Okay, now I kind of get what you're coming from. And, uh, I thought it was hard to get out of that hole. I mean, I mean, they, the two Italian guys, they just grabbed me and just, you know, just lifted me out of the hole, you know, kind of thing. But, um, and it was just like full of just mud and everything. But, um, so we ended up going to the village, um, visiting. Uh, there was also, I guess, some kind of like an interpretive center that we were walking through. So we end up going back home, having dinner, cleaning up, you know, going, oh my God, I, you know. Can't believe I saw that's the biggest snake I'd ever seen, you know, like literally inches away from me. Yeah. And, uh, frightening. So I'm sitting there in a bunk at night underneath the mosquito net, and we were in these huts, and they're mud walled huts. <laughs> I totally with, remember that. Are, that are thatched roofs. Mm. And so I'm sitting there, my girl's sound asleep next to me, and I'm reading a book. And I'm telling you, it's, it's swelteringly hot. And then I notice something out of the corner of my eye. And I look up and I see this mouse coming down the wall. Literally just vertically. Just right on down the wall. Because it's just a, a rough mud wall. <laughs> Not even a second later. I see this flash. Uh. And there's this cobra up in the rafters above me. Strikes this darn mouse. Drops down right next to the darn bed. And just continues to start eating it. Uh, Whoa. Uh, and the only thing I could hear is I'm holding this book and I'm sweating so bad. It's running off my nose just going flack, 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 flack on the book. And uh, I just did not sleep the whole night. Yeah, you know, with good I reason. Just, and when he was finished, he just slithered underneath the door, you know, and uh, took off. So, um, you know. You didn't even my, ask my, him his name. <laughs> So my girl, she was, she was, uh, you know, asleep. Yeah. She, she was, she, well, she was asleep at the time, but in the morning, you know, she got up, we were getting ready to do breakfast and things like that. So I'm sitting on the hammock in the front porch of this place and our guide comes up and I was like, dude, don't tell her. And I told him what happened and he starts laughing at me. He picks up a stick off the ground. Yeah, he pokes the root. And he starts thwacking uh, the, the, the thatch. I remember this. Two more of these darn things fall out of the darn mm. roof. He, did he know that that was going to happen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is the most, this is India, dude. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was laughing uh, at me. Yeah. You know, he was like, they're everywhere. What do you want to do? And these things are sitting up like this on the wow. front porch. I am just my falling out of the hammock pants. trying to get away. That's crazy. Well, of course, you know, my girlfriend walks up. She's got a toothbrush in her mouth, and she's like, yeah, I'll meet you at breakfast. You're packing. We're leaving today. Yeah, good reason. And, I mean, we could have seen a tiger that day. Hey, so can I get a mick real quick here on the bear story from the perch? Because that, that was pretty good. 
Mick, if you want to tell that one. Oh, Big so Bear. did he tell you already? Big Bear, don't yeah. taste well, me. Well, I mean, this we've is, heard it. This is for the <laughs> listeners. This is like my version. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, well, all I can say is thank God for Daisy. <laughs> oh, your dog, yeah. <laughs> my dog. I got you. Um, Who's here right now, very so, peacefully sitting here. Weirdly, you know, I mean, I've been to the perch, what, two or three times at this point? Yeah. Never had an incident, never had any reason to think anything. So we go to the spot that we always like. Um, and there's a there's a couple of people there that are already camped out, so we're like, okay, well, um, hi, how you doing? Whatever, and we we just move on. And so he's like, well, let me take you around to this other area of, you know, the perch area. So then we go to that area. We drop. It, it's really buggy that day for some reason, which strikes in my mind. But we bring mm. these subway sandwiches up with us. So we drop the backpacks and we're. Um, just contemplating our next move and we're eating these subway sandwiches and um, the dog is just all of a sudden starts this low growl mm -hmm. and I'm like what's happening and then uh, in the back uh, with the bushes we can see some movement and um, Phil's like um yeah I think there's some bears back there so maybe we should just pick up our backpacks and put them back on and we'll continue on in another area. Uh, yeah, I could, I could at least, so, I, could, I knew exactly what that bear was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> you really he, he, said. Was, he was peering around this yeah. Yeah, thing. He's like, I'll take your Subway sandwiches, yeah, but that dog is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was gotcha. looking at me across that thing and he was like, yeah. cold cut combo. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so so we, we do that. We, you know, finish and pick up our stuff and keep walking. And he wasn't going um, away either. No. He was but actually getting closer. We didn't really think too much about it. And then um, we decided to turn around for whatever reason. And just then we, back, yeah. yeah, so we were just going to head back and, you know, call it a day, whatever. But I was thinking about doing the cliffs. But yeah. then, um, so we stopped back by that same place where we like to camp. And the people were like, well, you know, why don't you just camp with us? You know, there's plenty of room here, you know, whatever. So we start setting up our, um, our hammocks and we think, well, we're just going to, you know, camp in the hammocks for the night and no big deal. Daisy can just sleep on the ground right beside me, no problem. Uh, but, you know, one of those stories that when you're making a campground, you know, and you're looking all around you, one of the things that people never do is look up. That's so true. And uh, so Accurate. we didn't do that. <laughs> didn't have any reason to think that we should look up. And uh, maybe a little foreshadowing, but anyway... So we continue to make camp and everything seems fine and we're sitting by the fire and then we're like, okay, well, we're going to turn in and they had tents and everything. So, you know, I, I hop in my hammock and then Phil's in his hammock and I don't even think anything of it, but I realize that, um, that I don't have Daisy on leash. So I'm, so I get up out of my hammock to go grab her leash and I see two, what looks like two bears um, off in the distance. So I wake him up and I'm like, Phil, there's bears. Th those bears are back. They're around. They're like around the campsite, you know. He's what? He starts freaking out, whatever. So we, you know, I don't even remember what even happened after that point. But I did get the uh, leash so for Daisy. And then I got back in my hammock. And all of a sudden I hear this, a little later on, I hear this hiss. Mm. This the loudest hiss I've ever heard in my life. It sounds like a tiger or some big cat. Wow. And it was this bear. You know, I'm like, we're looking around. He's like, turn your headlamp on. 
So I turn the headlamp on and I'm looking all around and I look up and there is a bear in the tree above me where my hammock is and the dog <laughs> is growling and looking mm. up at the bear like, Mama, uh, wow. <laughs> there's a bear up there. And you know he's been up there for six hours. Yeah, yeah. Like trying to you get know, down. Right? His, his ass is his even, ass is sound asleep. Before really? we wow. even came. Wow. And um, the only thing that he couldn't even run away. And so apparently it was like the mama and another sibling were the ones that were patrolling around the campsite, you know, trying to figure trying out to, a way to get come him on, down. dude, hurry up! Yeah, yeah. come on, what are you doing up in that tree? Well, so we had also uh-huh. been listening to them for like an hour though attack. Yeah. An ursac that they had put their food in. He said ursac. So. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Thermrider's back. I'll <laughs> just say He said ursac. Don't say moist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll get really, that'll get him fired up. Jeez. So, yeah. So, we ended up doing, uh, we ended up packing up. And they debated on whether they were going to leave their stuff there and just come down the mountain with they us. They left or their stuff there. Whatever wow. they did, they just left left. their stuff there. They just hoofed it on sense. down the mountain. Sounds like a dangerous We situation. packed everything up. We got some people that, that were at Cal Rock, and um, that he was just camping by himself. And he's like, do you mind, you know, wait five minutes? And he packed his stuff up and came down the mountain with us. <laughs> and uh, that was the first midnight hike I've ever done. <laughs> no, night hike. <laughs> night no, hiking the night down hike. the mountain yeah. at midnight. And uh-huh. we hoofed it all the way back to Atlanta in record time after that. Wow, that's awesome. Wow. I was like, oh, my God. So are you going to call that good, bad, or ugly? I would just call it an experience. <laughs> no, it just, it was a little it's bit a good of everything. good story, yeah. Wow, yeah. You know? I mean, no awesome. kidding. I've been doing this 40-something years. And, uh, wow. Never had that Never had a, a, yeah. that kind of a bear experience. But thank God for the dog, because seriously, I mean, if the bear was more afraid of the dog or the dog was not afraid of the bear the dog was just like i don't know why it smells you're up funny. there in the tree but yeah. it smells really funny <laughs> well hey thank you thank you for all being on the show tonight i really appreciate it um good bad and the ugly part two cheers cheers <laughs>